We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. <laughs> I'm Neil McCrady. That is Tyler Siski. And you have 45 minutes. It is uh, September the 8th. It's day one of the NFL 2022 season. Tonight, it is the Bills and the Rams. Uh, we'll talk about that game. We'll talk about the NFL slate. We'll pick some games. We will uh, pick week two of the uh, college games i'm way behind we covered that on monday there's no point in just belaboring it hey somebody said on your deal today and i agree with them you need to just pick what what the five best you got i know you don't want to be repetitive and all that but but dude you don't want to get into a habit of getting behind and having to go like to antarctica or something (laughs) that's true december what we got to come up with the punishment all right i told somebody in the the thing today i was like we need to come up with a punishment whatever it is and i'm all about it. i don't care what it is i'm just not eating anything yeah okay so here's what we're gonna do we got it's 202 when we finish this show probably around 320 330 we are going to have it decided that's it. so make suggestions in the stream this is your ability to have power but it does it cannot involve food yeah i'm not eating shit or drinking bad stuff i'm not not doing not my thing anything that's gonna make me like vomit i don't want to do it Yep, I'm good for that. So, I mean, and that's not even me being soft. That's just no. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I mean, I'm, just, I'm with you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing it. So I'll I'll go do anything else. Um, and I can't get a tattoo. That's the only other thing I can't. do. Yeah, no tats. No tats. No tats. No tattoos. No food and drink weirdness. Yeah, I'm down. This show brought to you each and every episode by our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I've got the uh, Rainbow Sherbet again, which is one of my go-tos. I'm about to place the big order, by the way. We got it. It's coming. Okay. Yeah, because Bob, Bob sent it. I got stuff that I want. I want to put it in my fridge. I got stuff. I, yeah, I, I've Bob has sent 
I'll ask him. It was like last week. We talked last week. Anyway, it was sent. You know how the mail is these days. <laughs> so, yeah. It, but whenever it gets here, it'll, it'll, I'll make sure we'll get you taken care of. He sent he sent a bunch, he said. So we got the uh, – I'm going white gummy bear today. Okay. So. All right, let's see. Grind has – loser has to go to the mayo bowl and pick the spread and over-under correctly. If they don't, then they have to get dumped with mayo. Ooh. Not, that's that's not, not a bad not idea. Terrible. Grind. Not terrible. I like where you're. I like where you're at. Uh, the Mac Women's Soccer Championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I don't know who said that. Uh, loser has to go to the UConn football game to a UConn football game in November. Yeah, but the season won't be over by then. That's the hard part. Yeah, because we're going to go season good, but we'll go through. What do we want to declare the loser of this? Because we'll still pick bowl end games, the, but from a competition standpoint, when do you want to say? I would say the end of championship week. Okay. The, the, of conference championship So week. we go through the conference championship week, yep. so the first weekend of December. Yes, and then – or we could go to the uh, the pinstripe bowl in New York outside, like December or whatever it is in New York, and wear – and no shirt can be worn to the game. You have to body paint. Sammy says the uh, punishment has to be the 2023 AVN Adult Entertainer Entertainment Expo, January 4th through the 7th yes. in, in Vegas. Sammy, the punishment would be my wife would be a lot richer because she would divorce my ass. Yeah. About on January what, 4th through the 7th, I'd have papers waiting on me when I got back on the 8th. Yeah, that would not go well. Yeah, my wife would have no bueno of that. Uh, no. Let's see. Okay. We'll, we'll, get it. we'll get to all that in a minute. Uh, but again, rain total body fuel. At Rain Body Fuel on Instagram to learn more. We certainly appreciate Bob and everybody at uh, at Rain for all they've done. All right, we're going to get to picks and stuff in a little bit. I know there's some other things you want to uh, you want to talk about. Yeah, you're, I saw it again last night. I guess it was a guy from Auburn I saw yesterday on social media. These players that are entering the portal now, and it just goes to show you, and, and it's very frustrating, is that they don't have people around them giving them the correct advice and they're making emotional decisions like you're not what are you accomplishing okay you can't stop your clock so the year is going to count regardless right you can't go anywhere else and play right now so the earliest you can go anywhere is in in january and then the people are like well you know you get your recruiting started a year ahead of time well whoopty freaking do is wouldn't you be better served being Stay in the program yeah. you're in. You gotta be a good soldier. There's a re yeah, exactly. But there's a reason why you're not playing. Okay? Right, right. Coaches right. just don't go, man, you know what? You're a really good player and we sh- we're screwing you. Right. They think you can't play. That you're not better than the people that are in front of you. Right. That's why you're not playing. So take that year, stay in the program, go to practice every day and develop your skills. You can't you're you can not afford not to develop for that that a period of time. And you know, and it kills me every year. And you see, and you, as a coach, it used to drive me crazy. Is it was like, hey, we got these bowl fifteen bowl practices and these fifteen spring practices, and you're going to develop and be a great player because you have 150 practices in the fall. So the fall is so much more development wise than you're ever mm-hmm. going to get in the spring or you know whatever. But it just blows my mind of these people making emotional decisions. Plus and, the weights and the and the nutrition and. And all of those things. I mean, you can, in the back of your mind, go, hey, I'm getting out of here in December. But you know what? I'm going to take these next four months, and I'm going to bust my ass. 
I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to run scout team. I'm going to do all those things. I'm going to work extra. And in four months, I'm, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to be ready to go. Right. And you, and then you're more you're more attractive of a prospect. And then, look, like let's say you're a defensive back, right? When you transfer and you're leaving a program like an SEC program, yeah, you're probably going down a level. Right. That coach is going to call the coach at SEC school. Yeah, and if you and have you any- want him to go, you want that coach to go. You know what? I don't. I don't think he could have played for us. But I'll tell you what: his attitude this past year has been fantastic. He's really worked hard. He's a good kid, and we might be making a mistake letting him get out of here. Maybe yeah. that happens. And then all you have to do is go to the coach. So if you're at wherever Ole Miss, okay, you go you go to Lane and you say, "Hey, coach, you know." I have intentions of going to the portal. You know, I understand that I'm not going to be playing, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to use more than four games this year. Yep. And um, I would like – I'm going to go in the portal. And you just let them know that. And, and Lane's not going to screw the kid. No. You know what I mean? They're not going – coaches aren't going to screw the kids intentionally. Go try go to, have a conversation and communicate. Try to give them a good look on scout teams yeah. for a year. Go work your ass off and be better. And then here's the other thing that really irritates me is these guys like, yeah, I'm going to transfer. I'm going to the league, dog. Well, let me tell you something. When it comes time for you go to go to the league, they're going to say, hey, why did you why did you quit on your team? That's going to be a red flag. And it's just making emotional decisions that have no – there's no benefit from it. I mean, the only benefit that you can have is you can go on a visit right now. Well, if you're that good, you can go on visits later. It just – it makes no sense um, why um, – you know, makes no sense why they're doing it now. So it's just it's really it bothers me that that's the the advice that they're getting from from people who don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and it's really frustrating. Is because you're hurting the kid, not helping the kid. Because the kids are making stupid emotional decisions I mean, in September. It's just any, it's just idiotic. It, it makes no sense. If you were look, if you're going to leave, cool. But you got you, you needed to get in the portal months ago. Yeah, and it's just like, and everybody's like, oh, it's a business decision. No, it's not, because if it was a business, you're hurting your business. You don't make business yeah, decisions business being emotional. Decision. You don't. So. It, 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 but it's, look, look it's, it's like anything. There are, there are kids who surround themselves, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally, with people that either don't understand or have the kids, don't have the kids' best interest at heart. Yeah, it's... It's, it's as simple as that. And... It's the flip side, right, of some of the kids who are surrounded by really smart people, really good people who care more about the kid than anything else, and they, those kids typically make better decisions. Yeah. So speaking of business decisions, that's the other thing I want to talk about that was kind of alarming today. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to tell who the kid is and all that stuff, but there, I'll tell you, he was committed. He's a DB that's committed to an SEC school. Okay. Um, and we were doing <clears throat> his workup today. And, you know, doing his senior film and doing a cut and an eval tape. And I'll, I start to say cut, but eval tape of the kid. And it's about the fourth one I've seen this week where a player really good as a junior, really, really good as a junior, and has gotten a NIL deal, I guess is probably the right word. And they're starting to make, quote, unquote, business decisions in yep. their play. They're trying, They're playing not to get hurt. I'm talking about – DB was coming up and just passing on contact. I mean, it was almost like he was doing everything he can, you know, getting out of the way and doing things like that. And I and I've if you got a son that plays football or you know somebody plays football, let me tell you how you get hurt playing football. Trying not to get hurt. Trying not to get hurt. Right. The people who go full speed through contact, those people now you may, you may get concussed every once in a while and you may end up crazy like I am. 
but at the end of the day, you you don't have a lot of major injuries if you go full speed through contact. It's the guys who let up. You know, I coached receivers for years. I used to – it was – every year I lost two or three guys that got rolled up blocking a guy from behind or something like that. That that happens. Yeah. But if you're going full speed, I mean, and you are keep your feet moving, and that's why I used to tell the receivers is they go to block a, a nickel or something, you know, on, on a blitz and there's a run his way, whatever it is. And uh, that's before – that's why receivers love RPOs, by the way, so they don't have to get in there and get worried about the action rolling them up. They get rolled up, and I said, "Well, keep your feet hot. Stop worrying about looking behind you and seeing what's going on, and keep your feet hot, and you won't get hurt." But it's happened a lot, and this is really the first time I've noticed it being this bad. So many people are making business decisions instead of playing physical on Friday nights. And you, you know, I was talking about you uh, talking about this with you earlier, and you brought up a great point. How long does somebody signs a big NIL deal and forfeits their senior year? Matter of time. It's going to happen. Matter of time. Sad, man. I mean, within two years. It'll happen to somebody. Although I did see where a um, friend of the show, John Ruiz, yeah, was, I think he's doing a, um, I don't know what the right word is, basically a symposium about NIL. Yeah. Did it yesterday, I think? I think so. Yesterday there's, probably a, there's probably a different word that, a webinar. Webinar, yeah. There's a webinar. <laughs> Look at me. If you just give me a minute. Um. He basically, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, obviously, but because I was reading, it was, uh, Ross Dellinger wrote about it. He basically was saying that, you know, the market's going to adjust, that even he was going to adjust what he was doing because basically you wanted to make sure that you get bang for your buck. Right. And not all of these NIL deals are going to result in bang for the buck or not as much bang for as much buck or whatever. Yeah. So... Some of this stuff is going to correct itself over time. And I just I still believe that the kid that bypasses his senior year, A, is going to regret it because, God, you, you want to play your senior year. You're running out of time. And, and then that kid, whoever does that, because like, you would tell your son, no, no, you're going to play. Let's play. You want to play. Yeah. It's your high school friends. These are some of the best – Times of your life, you're going to remember these games. Go play. If you get hurt, we'll figure it out. Right. So the kid who does that is going to be the kid that is surrounded by people who are giving him bad advice. Correct. Which is going to lead to more bad decisions. Yep. So his market value, whether through his fault or the fault of the people around him or some combination thereof, is going to go down. Yep. Does that make sense? No, it makes makes great sense. And so I just – I, you've known me a long time. I don't think anyone could ever call me altruistic, but I just think at the end of the day, it's. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I have no idea. You lost me there. I'm from really Alabama. optimistic. Okay, right, I, I, gotcha. I, I, I don't think that where everything kind of has enduring value and it all works out. I, I don't think anybody would ever accuse me of that, but I, I do think this is going to sort of fix itself. I think the waters are going to settle. Yeah, and look, I I love what they're doing. You know, we've said it before. I love what they do, what they're doing. That they're giving punishments. Loser has to go to a nice dinner with a life size cardboard cut out of Houston. <laughs> That's good stuff. I like it. Um, but you know, like the you know what John Ruiz has done with, and that's why people, everybody, when the NCAA was going after him, you know, what I always liked about it is. 
I'm just going to be honest. I did not know what Life Wallet was or anything about it until he started doing that. And then what did I do? I clicked on it. I wanted to see what it was all about. Sure. And so the amount of basically marketing attention that he's brought to his company and then it's going public, I feel like I know the company. You know what I mean? Like, right, sure. It's been worth the value for him. And people are like, oh, you're doing it, pay, whatever you want to call it, but the guy's doing the right stuff. And for him to bring the value of the, of the company uh, to what he's doing with all the athletes there, I think it's great. And I think it's, it's great that he's doing it with other other programs as well. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 think it's, I think it's going to correct itself a little bit, but I always have in the back of my mind that there's always going to be that one school that's going to want your kid really bad and they're going to spend a lot more money on him than you're wanting to spend. Does that make sense? Like that would always be my fear um, with uh, with a really good player is because coaches get, and you know this, and I think this is what leads. This is an interesting fact uh, for fans. I think one of the, one thing that leads to a lot of bad decisions in taking kids is coaches recruiting is right after the season, and so from a coaching standpoint, your competitiveness is at an all time high. Right. I mean, your juices are flowing. And coaches get competitive with one another in recruiting and make bad decisions, not really about how good the kid is. They just want to beat the I other, want to beat I want to beat the other school recruiting them. I want to beat coach whoever. Yeah. For I, that, that I kid. used to get criticized a lot uh when I was at this school that that's at a big rivalry um in the state of Mississippi, and I'd be like, let him have the effing guy. He sucks. I was like, why are we breaking our balls trying to get this guy and he's not very good? Let him go. Do you know how many times I was wrong, by the way? Zero. And we took some of them, and some of them went there, and n- none of those players ever worked out. But both staffs are going at each other. I mean, just recruiting your ass off, trying to get these kids. I'm like, they're not even that good. It was just the fact that the other school wanted them. I can think of one that led to major issues for um, Ole Miss. Didn't get him, and it was all ego. Yeah, I mean. Leo yeah. Lewis. Yeah. There were people inside the building advising Hugh Freeze, let it go. Well, I know where I was when all that was going on, and it was made because he was committed to us for a short period of time. Um, and then when all that started, I was like, look, it's not even worth it. He's, I mean, he's not that good. I mean, he's good. Yeah, sure. But it's not worth it. And um, anytime a kid, and I've been a big believer of this, and some people disagree with me. I don't care if you do or not. I've just I've been doing it in life experiences. When kids have their hand out, very rarely do those kids turn out being great players. Now, people around them may have their hand out. Right. But if the kids mm-hmm. got their hand out, very rarely does that kid end up being a good player because he's used to having everything given to him and not working for yeah. him. And so that's something I always looked at. All right, before we get this, the other thing I want to talk about, and I think you and I have a good perspective on this one, is oh, okay. the uh, sensitivity Oh, yes, uh, yes. Sensitivity of media and coaches media and, and relationship and what people think outside about what that relationship is or should be. Yeah. is yeah. fascinating. It's very, um, I think. And I, <laughs> the loser has to attend a Cal football game wearing a MAGA shirt and hat. That's, Look, a, that's dangerous. I mean. Well, no, I, not at Cal. It wouldn't. They just. <laughs> it wouldn't be dangerous at Cal. but They would look at you they hard. They would look at you hard. They but, would. Well, you'd be the only person in the stands, first of all. So. You get TV, may get some TV attention. You probably <laughs> that's pretty good. That's it's that's not bad. Um, could get it could get you hurt, but yes, yeah. Um, I don't want I don't want anything that could get you physically harmed. Yeah, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you're probably safe out there, though. Um, Good news is you'd have your mask on, so th- they wouldn't be able to identify <laughs> you on television. That <laughs> could be bad for business. Um, but I was thinking about this today, and I'm asking you because you, you have this perspective. I feel from a coach's standpoint that when social media came around like heavy in 2009, I guess, 8, 9, really Twitter is what we're talking about. Yeah. I really didn't care what I said to the media or how controversial it was or bulletin board material, whatever you want to call it. I really did not care what I said before 2009 because let's say like if you were in Mobile, right? Yeah. And you're at the working for the Mobile Press Register. And I said something about something. Well, I knew that the only people that were going to read that were the people picking up the newspaper that next morning or whatever. And if they decided to read it in the newspaper. Well, once things go to social media at the click of the button, if it's controversial enough, enough people will retweet it to where it's you have a media has a national voice. Whether you're a national writer or not, you have a national voice or really a worldwide voice on social media. And I feel that when social media came around, coaches became even more guarded on what they share with media. Do you do you see that from a media standpoint? I'm trying to think. Everything became well, so, cliche. So from well, so for me, no, not really. Um, but I'm a beat writer, and so I'm around the same people all the time. So who have I covered since 2009? I covered Houston Nutt, Hugh Freeze. Matt Luke and now Lane Kiffin, and then in basketball I covered Andy Kennedy and Kermit Davis. I've been blessed. Yeah. Um. Even though Houston didn't like me, he he would sometimes come over and talk, and he I think he I shouldn't say he respect I think he respected me as a reporter because he would come over and talk, and and he was never he was never disrespectful. Um, you know he. Fed stuff to other media outlets and stuff. That's okay. That's fine. Whatever. Um, and then Freeze and I. This is the funny part about Freeze and I is we got along. Yeah. I like Hugh Freeze. I do. I like Hugh Freeze. Did some stuff that happened that I wish hadn't happened, and things that got said I wish hadn't gotten said, and I wish stuff. Whatever. And then I had I had the utmost respect for Matt Luke. As a coach, as a person, as someone to deal with. Now, Matt wasn't for whatever we've talked about this before. Matt would sometimes. I wished, for his sake, frankly, that he could have put the guard down a little and been a little more open with media and kind of let his personality out some. But, but no, I never felt like he was super clicheish. Maybe in the press conference settings, but like I hate those things anyway. Right. To, to me, those those <laughs> things are. Just abysmal. What I especially for what y'all do because y'all get y'all know more than what. I mean, you're not sending anything in the press. That, that's what I'm talking about, right? What I miss about yeah, so maybe what I miss a little bit is like back when I was covering Auburn, for example, right? Um, there was just more give and take. There was more of a relationship, and maybe you're right. Maybe this is pre-social media. I had to kind of talk through it and think it out. I do miss like being on the Auburn practice field and Tuberville coming over saying hello and where if i for background i could say hey what's going on with so and so and so and so and i might get an answer and it was kind of understood in that environment now this is this is background this is off the record where i could say 
you know, because I knew we were going to talk on the record after practice. Can I ask you about that? Or I need to ask you about that. I don't want to put you on a weird spot, but I need to ask about that because I've got people asking me about X. Something's going on with a linebacker or whatever, right? And he would be like, yeah, so here's the deal. And here's what I don't really, here's what I can't really talk about because it's maybe a compliance issue right. or whatever. Or here's what's going on. I know you're hearing stuff. Here's what's kind of going on. Here's why I can't talk about it. And with Tommy, to his credit, he would say, I know you got to ask me, so ask me. And when I kind of blow you off, it's here's why. Yeah. And I just can't really talk about it. And then I think that built trust, right? Because I could go burn him. You just, said, you just said the biggest word of the whole conversation, trust. Yeah, I could go. I mean, I could go toast him. I could light him on fire and write it in the mobile register that night. It would come out the next morning, and he would see it and know that I burned him, and that'd be the end of our relationship. Instead, what he would see was he would see what I wrote, and I always despise when coaches go, "I have no idea what you guys write." Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because you've got people. In <laughs> it your, gets back to you. You've got people in your ear telling them you what so and so wrote. It gets back to you. Yeah, of course. So he would find out that you know what he handled that kind of subtly. He had to put something out because, you know, I would tell, I had to remind sometimes, I had to remind Tommy, hey, you know I've got bosses too, right? I mean, I get it. My job's not important to you and whatever, but I've got people over me that I've got to write something. Right. And so, you know, I can, I can think of a handful of examples of this where something was going on, it was a little controversial or whatever, because back then there was a lot of compliance stuff that would happen that seems not to happen anymore. Um. You know, and I'd write about write about it in a way that the really smart people might be able to read between the lines and but I didn't I didn't expose anybody and he came over a couple of times like, Hey, I appreciate the way you handled that. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and, and it was like and one time I remember he came over and goes, I wish to, I wish you didn't have to write about this at all because I wish it didn't get written about, but I get it and thank you for handling it the way that you did. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I can think back. I mean, everywhere I've ever been, um, you know, like here. Okay, so here, and I know, like, with with you, with Chase, and I know they're on the other side and all that stuff. But with you, with Chase, with Chuck, and this is me personally. Okay, yeah, sure. You, uh, Chase, Chuck, uh, David Johnson, and Ben Garrett. I could tell. I could tell y'all anything, and if it was. I could trust you, like we were just talking about. Like, hey, look, I know you got to talk about this, but before y'all go criticize us or whatever for this, this, this is why we're having to do it that way. I know you can't say that, but it it enabled you to to write the story. Sure. Or, hey, look, you're going. This is going to make you think this, but once this comes out, I don't want you to look. You know, we helped each other. Um, besides, I guess that's what five people. If I was at practice, you know how to come up to you at practice or a camp or whatever sure. it was. If there was anybody else. Okay. Anyone else in that huddle, I never shared any kind of information. I could trust you. I could trust Chase. I could trust Chuck, David Johnson, and Ben Garrett. That's it. Yeah. That's And if it was anyone else, and before anybody asked questions, if there was anyone else, anyone, even in the vicinity of where, where I wouldn't, we would be talking about, uh, well, there was sometimes I was doing today. Yeah, there were sometimes if there were people around, I I would I wouldn't even come up to you, and because I I didn't want to get in some deal where I was having to try to because I could. I mean, that's why I laugh at people when they're like, because I'm like, you have no idea. Like people are like, you and I had this conversation the other day. 
people will will come up to you with me as the guy who covers Ole Miss, and the, the whole not a fan thing gets twisted into hatred. Screw that. Like, yeah. if, if the football gods came down and go, hey, you get to pick what happens with Ole Miss's football team. Me? For for my purposes. Yeah. All right, let them win a whole bunch. Because my job's easier. Make sure make sure, uh, make sure uh, checking account look good, too. Yeah, it, it's good for my business. It makes my <clears throat> job easier. It makes the people that I, I'm covering are happier. I've covered happy people. I've covered unhappy people. It's easier to cover happy people. I know it's a shocker. <laughs> it's easier to cover uh, successful coaches who are having great seasons than yeah. it is to cover coaches who are going home every night and their wives are going, we're going to get fired, aren't we? I mean, there's, they're, they're, I get it. You know, they're humans. But the flip side of that is that I always have been cognizant of, but I have no control over it, right? Yep. I have no control over whether Ole Miss wins or whether Ole Miss loses. I will not play. I'm not going to call a play. I'm not going to run a play. I'm not going to do it. I'm not part of it. And so if I allow myself to get emotional one way or the other, and hate is an emotion too. Yes. So people, you hate Ole Miss. I'm like, no, I don't. Because if I hated Ole Miss, I couldn't do my job. Yeah. And if I loved Ole Miss, I couldn't do my job. If I go to a football game, like when Ole Miss plays Texas A&M, okay. if Ole Miss loses by four touchdowns, I'm not saying they will, let's just say, because shit happens in football. <laughs> Let's say they just go get smoked, okay? They're going to lose a game this year that you have to write about. If I'm emotional about it, I can't do my job. And I know of people, I have seen it happen where the team they cover got beat and they were so upset about it that they literally couldn't write. Yeah. Couldn't stay in the press box. Well, I'm never going to be that guy. I'm going to be able to go back and write what I need to write, talk about it, because that's what people pay for. That's what people, they want me to be able to analyze it. In the same way that if I'm covering a game like where, can you imagine or if I hated Ole Miss, right? I hate Ole Miss. And they go down to play LSU. Yeah, but no big deal. And I'm like, ah, they're going to get smoked today. Boy, this is going to be awesome. And then they play the lights out and they win by 27. They got lucky. What am I going to do? Yeah, oh, they got lucky. They just, everything went their way. Come on, I'm not doing yeah. that. I mean, it's not fair. And, and I mean, the truth is, like, I've t- we've talked about this. You know this. I had a lot of respect for Matt Luke and liked him personally. He's not dead. I, I like him personally, but I liked him as a coach. And so if you could have come down and said, hey, you get to control it, I'd be like, well, what a cool story would it be if Matt Luke ended up being this great coach here and had this great 20-year run? I, I mean, I knew, his, I knew his family. I knew yeah. his niece well. She was over here all the time. She was just over here a few weeks ago. Um, that would have been easier for me. I knew you. And covering recruiting was easy because I could – now that it's over – compliance can get over it i could call you and go who's coming in this weekend yeah and you'd send me a list and i could say who on this list is realistic and we could have that conversation who do i need to talk to and i could say hey i know this kid came in y'all have any chance and you'd be like no okay cool i'm gonna leave it alone well that made my life easier and i'm for anything that makes life easier and i and see i respected all those those five i mentioned i respect you guys a lot and anything y'all ever needed, I always tried to get. And just like I, I would send that list to you, I would also send it to David. That's who I, I communicated with yeah. uh, about recruiting. Um, I guess they've split sites and all that stuff now. But just, I mean, it makes my job easier too because, you know, like you said, you you, you put your story out there. It's a lot easier. And I, I want 
I I appreciate, especially here. Here is Ole Miss, when I say here, Ole Miss was a lot different than anywhere else I've been because the beat writers here, and it's just different. And I think that's how a lot of things are going. But if you, when I was at Alabama, okay, well, you got the Tuscaloosa News, you got the Birmingham News, you got ESPN's there every week. You got all this national news coverage. When you sure. come to Ole Miss, everything like y'all, you guys are the media. Yeah the occasional one or two big games a year, and then when you get national news in here. Um, but that's kind of the relationship that you have there. Does that make sense? Sure. And Yeah, because I've, I mean, <clears throat> I've, I've been at both of those programs in Alabama where, you know, I covered – I essentially covered Alabama in first half of 2007. Yeah, and then you go to South Alabama and you have my man Craig, Craig Stevenson. He's the only one that wants to cover us down there. But you, you get to know those people. Those are the best jobs, yeah. by the way. You, you get to know everybody. You know, Kevin Turberville at, at Arkansas State. You get to know the guys and respect them and appreciate them. And uh, you develop friendships because, hell, you see them every day. But uh, speaking of getting kicked out of here, I think I got the new uh, – Ed Orgeron kind of put uh, – I didn't have this on there to talk about. You just reminded me. He kind of put uh, how I feel about – Somebody asked me the other day how I feel about getting fired, and, I, and uh, it was and, a great interview. He was well, at the Little Rock. He was at the Little Rock Touchdown, Touchdown Club. Club. That's how I feel, though. Man, he put it into words for me. Imagine that Ed Orgeron put it into words for me. But yeah, that's how I feel. Hey, we don't need your services anymore. But you got X amount of dollars left on your contract, and we're going to give it all to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> when do you want me to leave, yeah. and what door do you want me to go out of? I remember cleaning out my office. Um, I cleaned it out a little earlier. I don't want to tell Miss Fans this; they'll be upset with me. Um, I cleaned out my office on Monday morning after we got fired on Sunday because I knew I was not going to be there. I actually came in and the wife came in and cleaned everything out. I knew I was going to be gone one way or another, either either on my own accord or somebody else's accord. So I came and cleaned out my office. It really freaked out the people that worked for me. I was like, "What the hell did y'all think?" After my conversation, I was kind of the same deal. What? Where would you like me to go? Um, yep. I, I, I like that 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 check that came on the thirty first of every month was very nice. Papa B says, what should LSU do with the reporter who said we'll show up on time when you win? Nothing. Nothing. Because they – here's the thing. Brian Kelly and Leah Van have gotten to know each other over the course of the last – when did Kelly get the job? January. Over the course of the last eight, nine months. She covers them. She's she's a good reporter. She felt comfortable saying that because they have that banter. Yes, they and have. Somebody saw it and wanted clickbait. Yeah. Um, you know, she was – she actually wasn't even late. They started early, which never happens. Yeah, it's a joke. And uh, people are so sensitive, dude. He he made a joke, and she made a joke back, and then she got worried about it. That oh god, it was on video because frankly, a lot of that stuff happens. We that happens with well, it doesn't with Lane because Lane doesn't do that stuff. But it would happen with Hugh a lot. Yeah, with Matt to a lesser degree. With Houston, a ton. Matt would do it for the camera started rolling anyway. Yeah. Uh, with Andy Kennedy, my God, it was every single press conference. Yeah. I mean, it was hilarious. And then we'd get started. And then sometimes what you guys don't see is when the press conference ends, especially with AK, sometimes – and Kermit does this too. Sometimes they stay there. We end up having conversations about other stuff. And so there is a relationship yeah. beyond the formal give and take. She did, Leah, Leah did not mean that disrespectfully of Brian Kelly. And, and, and he did not – I don't think he took it that way. They're, I promise you they're fine. Yeah, I – I just I don't like the I don't know man I get maybe I'm just getting old commodrin or something but the sensitivity of the world we live in like I had a I had a sign outside my door that said check your feelings at the door don't take things so personal and I tell everybody when I hire them I told them when they work for me I said look I'm gonna have bad days 
I'm going to come in. I'm going to snap. I'm going to say some shit I probably shouldn't be saying. I said, but don't take it personal. It's not personal. I never tried. I never made anything personal. Um, And just don't just don't be so sensitive because we I don't know. I just think people have gotten so sensitive about everything and they get their butt hurt and they get so emotional about things. I don't know why you can't just let it roll off your back. Just let it go. It's not even that big of a deal. But anyway, you want to get some NFL, dude? Yeah, let's get some NFL. First, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Clean Side Wipes. They're the EPA 2021 Safer Choice Partner of the Year Award. It's EPA Enlist Approved. It kills COVID in 30 seconds. It's the only one on the market that does that. Broad spectrum, hospital grade, antimicrobial efficacy. <laughs> Citric acid base. There's no harsh chemicals. It's simple, one step. No rinse, cleaning, and disinfecting. It removes film left over by harsh chemicals such as ammonia, bleach, and alcohol. It's uh, their germicidal wipes. They deliver powerful, powerful efficacy against pathogens without the potential harmful effects of other chemical disinfectants. In one, easy-to-use wipe, great for schools, daycares and nurseries, hospitals, long-term care facilities, office buildings, households, and more. We need to get him hooked up with the athletic departments. I know. You know, through Quick U. I need there to get Brian Landis, my guy at, at Georgia at Georgia State. Um, Coach Elliott, we got to get him, got to get him cleaning up Georgia State's facilities. It's available in wipe and uh, ready-to-use spray. For quantity size details, contact Todd Abbott at wipesandgloves at gmail.com. Pretty simple. Wipes, W-I-P-E-S, and gloves at gmail.com. That's all one word, right? Wipesandgloves at gmail.com. Yes, like sir. It. That's we'll right. Take care of. Hey, and uh, we're also brought to you by our friends at Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Beer sounds really good right now. Uh, visit them today in Oxford or uh, Ridgeland, Mississippi. And then don't forget, uh, let walk-ons take care of all of your tailgating needs this season. Inquire today about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. You can order online at walkons.com or go to their really convenient uh, walk-ons app. I know you guys at Quick yes. U put out an app the other day. Having a good app is a difference maker. Walk-ons app is fantastic. So check it out. Put that on your phone and make sure you've got it. Makes it Get some benefits when you uh, next time you stop at walk-ons. I may or may not be partaking in a in a bar trip to the uh, tomorrow night and watch my man JRP light up Louisville. I'm going to guess that means that you do plan to be taking. Yeah, a bar. I may or may not. Yeah, I'll, I will. I'm going to sneak across the street again. I did it last week. I'll do it again. Boy, Louisville laid an egg. Oh, that's they owe me apology. They do. So, All right, so we're going to start with the National Football League. Dude, how, how fired up are you tonight? I love it. I love the NFL. I've, I've told you, I, I love the NFL. NFL Sunday, it's, it's like I've got it down to a science. I do too. I love it. It's. Um, I didn't really know what I was missing. You know what I mean? Like, I never I got to watch it. I mean, we would have it on and things like that. Uh, and, dude, I, it's become – Because Sunday's a work day when you're a college football coach. Oh, yeah. You, you just don't have time. You'll, you'll, we'll, you have a staff meeting depending on what staff you're on. Um but usually you have a staff meeting around 2, 2.30 to go over grades from the day before. And so you're grading film. And so you may have it on the background, but you're not really watching. And if you yeah. do, it's like one game. And, uh, dude, I've gotten the NFL red zone. I got the games going. NFL red zone, I don't know if you've watched that or not, has changed the way I watch football. 
Yeah, um, I watch Red Zone. Um, what I like to do, and I, sometimes I'll put Red Zone up on one of the TVs, but what I like to do is, I've told you this, I, I like to get done with my 10 weekend thoughts. And if there's any recruiting or whatever I've got to write, I want to get it done by 325. For the last game. And then I want to go light my grill and turn on the games outside and relax. And when the weather starts getting cooler, I'll light a fire outside. It's my thing. And then I want to have everything cooked and all that so that when the night game comes on NBC, I can just chill and watch it. That's my deal. And so it just works. And it, it's I find it to be, number one, I love the NFL, everything about the games. I like the games. I like the uniforms. NFL uniforms, with a couple of exceptions, are fantastic. I like the product. I just like everything about it. And it's a, it makes for a very clean – I, I wish college could figure it out. I know they can't because the game's not the same. But I love that you know that noon game is over by 310. <laughs> They're good at it, aren't they? You know it's over by three ten. They gotta have somebody in the. They gotta have somebody in the ear. And and the so the 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 three o'clock games are going to get started at like three ten. You're not going to miss hardly anything. anything. Then the the national games will get going at three twenty five. So you're going to get the staggered finish. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. But they're going to get done by 6 Well, you know what it 30. is, right? And so you're going to get that 30-minute break where you watch the, the pregame show for NBC's game and you know it's going to kick off and it's going to be over by 10.20 and you can get to bed at 10.20 and still feel fresh on Monday morning. You know why they do that, right? 
because the clock never stops in the NFL yeah. unless it's an inc- incomplete pass. Right. So that's how they get away with it. I like it. I yeah. prefer it. But frankly, the, the only knock I have on college football, and I love college football, you know that. The only knock I have on it is that some of the games go four hours, more than four hours, and it's just too damn long, Tyler. It is. Depending on, and you know this before the game starts, how many uh, TV timeouts there are going to be. And so, depending on the network you're on and all that, like CBS games go forever because they have like two, I think two extra TV timeouts. I don't know. It just feels like it goes forever. Hey, I got a question for you that reminded okay. me a minute ago. Yep. I've been meaning to ask you this for like three weeks or two weeks, okay. and I totally forgot. So, when I came over to the house a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we grilled out, yeah, you had like 87 pounds of bacon on your deal back there. Yep. Did you do anything with that bacon? Did that get eaten, or did you, or did you literally use that bacon to season your deal? No, um, no, no. I, I used the bacon. Uh, Carson eats bacon. Damn. Okay, so you ate the bacon. I didn't. Somebody did. Carson did. Over the course of a week, he ate all of that bacon in a week. Yeah. Holy shit! Are he, you serious? Yeah, he plays two soccer teams. He plays for two soccer teams, and he lifts weights. I mean, dude can eat. Yeah, what, he mean, can eat. He's sixteen. Sixteen. He can eat whatever the hell he wants. I mean, that was legit. Like ten pounds of bacon. Wasn't that much. It was a lot. It was a lot. I mean, dude, it was something the size of this table filled with bacon. Yeah, that was on my... Uh, um, it was easy 50 strips of bacon. What's the thing called Blackstone? It's on my Blackstone. Yeah, it was, it was about 50 strips. Well, I saw you put that up, and I was like, dude, did you just... Are you so good at the grill that you literally just used the bacon no, to no, season no. the Blackstone? No, no, no. We, we, we let it cool and then put it in a like a, a, a Ziploc with okay. paper towel. And he would he'll get up and have four or five pieces, and then he's a kid. You know what what do kids do? What do kids do when they come home from practice? Eat. Eat. And so sometimes he would grab bacon. Yeah, my my fourteen year old is in the in the deal of eating two dinners right now, so that's good. I love it, man. I mean, he doesn't need the citrulline and and rain to uh, get his metabolism going. Well, I mean, you've seen him. I mean, he's he's if anything has a hard time gaining weight, but he's uh, I smell it right now. Oh, I do too. I mean, well, I, was, I was joking. I was in the press box the other day, and everybody was eating chicken tenders and nachos and stuff, and I was gaining weight smelling it. <laughs> I could feel my waistband expanding. I'm like, I'm not even eating anything. I love it. I love it. All right. You ready to go, NFL? But if you run up and down a soccer pitch. Did you just say pitch? Pitch. Field. It's a pitch. Field. Okay, right? soccer field. Okay. Good God. We're in America, man. We've been watching too much Ted Lasso. Hey, Tottenham. <laughs> We won our first Premier League game. Um, I mean, uh, Champions League game. If you're doing that, you're running from what do they practice? They practice from like two thirty. Oh yeah, dude. Two to like two to two to three forty-five, and then he goes plays club. And so he runs for another two hours. Yeah, no. You run four hours, you can eat whatever the hell you want. If you see, I'm retired. So if you see me running the street, y'all stop and help me. Somebody's chasing me. All right, here we go. NFL Week One. All right, you want to start her off, or you want me to start five off? picks. You won, so you get to start. All right. So I'm starting. I have been advised against this, but I don't care. Oh, defiance. Defiance. I have already placed my wager. Um, I screwed up and did not place it yesterday. But tonight we got the Buffalo Bills. Minus two and a half versus the defending world champions, Los Angeles Rams at 720. Yes, sir. Um, And here's, here's my thing. They've been playing these games for 20 years, and the home team, which is the defending champ each year, has won 16 of them. And I could give two shits. I'm going <laughs> with 
the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half against the Rams. Look, I think this is the year for the Bills. And here and here is actually my logic and what I went with this is I think the Rams roster, they've lost a lot of players and they really haven't done a lot to re- replenish that roster. Yeah. And on and they're getting their older players getting older, which is not a good sign. The Bills on the on the flip side have improved their roster from last year. They actually added Von Miller from the Rams is now with the Bills. I think they're good on defense. And if I, if the Bills are going to do it, I'm kind of like with them with Utah last week. If you're going to do it, let's go do it on the national stage, prime time. If you're going to be that deal, you know you, you got Allen who's also on my fantasy team. You got Allen, who's a year older. I, I do, man. I think they go out there and beat him. I think it's going to be a great game. You know, Stafford, they're already putting excuses out there with his elbow. Um, the NFL's tricky, um, but I'm taking Buffalo minus two and a half tonight. All right. I'm going to start off in the NFC South. I'm not scared of it. The Saints headed to Atlanta, giving five and a half, and I'm laying them. Give me the Saints. I'll lay the five and a half. I think Jameis Winston's going to have a really good season. I think Atlanta's bad. Saints have a really good defense. I'm actually pretty confident about this one. I like Jameis Winston, and I think he's going to prove people wrong this season. There well, you go. For my pick, too, I also have the Saints. Oh, there you go. Minus five and a half against the Falcons. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm with you. I don't think the Falcons are going to be very good. They got Kyle Pitts, who is, if you got him in your fantasy league, he's probably going to be the only guy targeted, so you're going to get a lot of points there. But I'm not, I'm not on this Marcus Mariota train. He he runs. Is anyone on the market outside of like Marcus's parents? Is anyone on the Marcus Mariota train? <laughs> well, the Falcons were apparently, um, but I think this is one of those. I've been actually very impressed with Desmond Ritter in the preseason, and I'll be the first one to say I would be dead wrong on that. I didn't think he'd be a great pro quarterback, but he's doing very well in the preseason. I could see this being a situation where because Mariota plays dangerous for the NFL, he runs and stays up and and doesn't get out of bounds. You know, he does all those bad things that an NFL quarterback shouldn't do. Yeah. I don't think this guy's going to stay healthy very long. Um, I think Desmond Render ends up taking over this team, not in this game. But I just like what the Saints are doing, man. I think they got the right pieces. Even with uh, Jameis, I like Saints minus five and a half on the road. All right, I'm going to stay NFC South. This is a hard one for me because, believe it or not, I'm a Jacoby Brissett fan. I like him, the, the person. Good dude but I think he's on the wrong end of this matchup. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers lay a point and a half at home against Cleveland. Did you look at my picks or something? I did not. My pick number three is the Carolina Panthers. How about that? Minus one and a half against the Browns. Um, I think Baker Mayfield's pissed. And people can say what they want to say about Baker Mayfield. I like the guy. That he, wasn't all his fault last year. I know, but what I do, I like he's a competitor, dude. Yes, he's a competitor. And the last thing he needs is motivation. I mean, I'm 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 in I'm all in. I wanna I wanna see the and hopefully like the reason I'm picking this is this will be the one game that Christian McCaffrey is healthy. We know he's right. healthy going he's in. He's gonna start healthy. He'll at least start dangerous. the game healthy. And when yeah. he is healthy, they are a good football team. So I'm going with the Panthers in the revenge game. Uh the Browns are talented now. Um Minus the quarterback situation going on right now. But Jacoby Brissett's not a bad. No, Brissett's a good player. But at home, dude, I got to take the Panthers. Basically, you're saying they win. So, I'm taking the Panthers as well. My third pick. This is a hot pick for everybody. They're fast becoming one of the sexy picks in football to win the Super Bowl. And, frankly, I think if you told me to put some money on, like, a mid-range pick right now, this is where I'd go. 
I'm going with my man Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to lay three and a half at home against the Raiders. My fourth pick <laughs> is also, but I got good news for you. They're minus three right now. So okay, well, I'll take the, ex- I'll take the half point. I'll take the half point. Sure. I also have the Chargers versus the Raiders uh, game. I'm taking the Chargers at home minus three. Um, I think the Chargers, everybody's talking about Justin Herbert. They got a good it's defense. The, it's dude. the other side of the, the ball. Side of the ball. I, I think Khalil Mack makes a difference for them in, <laughs> much, in much the same. Well, he was on such a bad team. I think he makes a difference for them in, in a similar way that Von Miller did for the Rams last season where he stabilized that defense. And who's on the other side? Uh, Watt. And they Bosa. Can, I was listening. I meant Bosa. And Bosa's there too. They, they. I was listening to an interview with Good the luck. with the Chargers coach. He was talking about how Mac's presence has uh, served as a motivating factor inside that defense. There's some guys that are like, "Hey, I, I want to prove that I belong on the same defense with this guy." And they said it's also really sharpened Herbert's game. Yeah, I mean, you, well, you better not hold on to it at practice. I mean, you're. I mean, they're not hitting him, obviously, but he you've got to, you still got to get rid of it. But you've it. got those guys charging in on you, and you're aware of them. But here's the other thing is Waller. Waller's in a contract uh, dispute. He hadn't really practiced the whole deal. He's hamstring. And I don't think they're working it out for him. And then the other thing is, like, so Josh McDaniel, the new head coach of Raiders, and this, mm-hmm. is, what I'm, this is what I'm banking on anyway. He, he's always at New England or wherever he's been as kind of running back by committee. And that was the one position. They had Josh Jacobs, they had Kenyon Drake, and these guys are getting out of there. Josh Jacobs is just – they're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. They're just going – they're kind of throwing away. Uh, that's also why I went to Hunter Renfro on my fantasy team because I think he's going to get fed. But I don't think Hunter Renfro is going to be the answer to beat uh, the Chargers. So I'm with you on that one. All right, my fourth pick, and I love this one. I love it. Love. Frank, I love all these picks. We'll see. In NFL, you're going to look yeah. stupid at some point. I got the Dallas Cowboys at home getting two and a half against the team that everybody's picking, and I don't understand why. I got Dallas getting two and a half over Tampa Bay. You don't understand why people like Tampa Bay? Well, but he's – look, man. Please. Same reason people like the Packers. Father time. Dude, that guy's Benjamin Button. I mean, I believe. I mean, there's got to be a time when he shuts it down. But but he missed some camp. They have some injuries. I just I think they're vulnerable here. You know where his biggest loss is going to be? His center was it Jansen, Jensen, or Jansen? Jensen's gone. Jensen's One of the gone. offensive guards has gone to to uh, to Cincinnati. The, that line's kind of re- remade. He got hit a lot late last season, and now their line's not as good. I don't know. Not not ready to go there. I like Dallas here. I and can't. I know Dallas has some injuries. I'll tell you this. I love the under. In this game, okay, I like it. I, I actually like the pick um, because I'm a. I guess I have to be a pseudos uh, Cowboy fan now because my man Nussmeyer is coaching quarterbacks there, and then I got uh, Sambo and uh, Jalen Tolbert on there. So I got a lot of offense, defense. I'll be watching that game. All right, your fifth game, my fifth game. All right, I'm going uh, just what we were just talking about. I got the Packers minus one and a half at the Vikings. I looked at that one. All right, a little nervous about this one, but basically what I'm saying is the Packers just have to win the game. Yeah. Um, you got Aaron Rodgers, dude. I mean. You know what scares me about this one is that. Because the Packers got nobody to throw to? Well, and, <laughs> and Green Bay opened the season last year with that absolute dog of a game against New Orleans. I think the game was in Jacksonville. They just got pummeled, and I kind of wonder if 
that's a sign of slow starts, whatever, with Green Bay. They got better as the season went along. But they're good on defense. They are. And they're good on defense, and you got Aaron Rodgers. But the, the actual concern is, is obviously got rid of uh, Adams that's gone to the Raiders. Yeah. And everybody else, all their other receivers are banged up and hurt and missing practice. But, look, I'm and Minnesota's I'm not a bad team. I'm taking it. Minnesota's good. I'm, t- I'm taking the Packers. All right, I thought about two here, but I'm going with this one. I'm going with the Washington Commanders. Minus two and a half at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know Jacksonville's going to be better. I think Washington is going to be a sneaky good team this season. I think they're going to be in the mix for a playoff spot, a wild card spot in a kind of shaky division. If you told me there was a major upset division winner in the NFC, I might go with Washington in the East. I like I'm a big Washington fan because of I, that may be the NFL team that I got the most former players I've ever coached on. It's like I got like 10 on there. I'm, I, I'm a Commanders fan, so I did not pick that game, but I like the pick. All the right. one that I thought about, had we done a money line with an NFL money line, the money line I was going to play with is Arizona at home against Kansas City. They're a six-point dog. And I thought, you know, if I was going to go with an underdog game, home opener, Kyler Murray, lot to prove, explosive offense, Kansas City still adjusting to a new offense without Tyreek Hill and all that, that maybe that'd give me a chance. And I know it's risky to bet against Patrick Mahomes ever, <laughs> but if you were looking for the big dog to yeah, give no, you something. you probably won't get some value on it. And the other one I thought about was from, from a point spread standpoint, I don't hate Pittsburgh plus six and a half with that defense against Cincinnati. Is it the jersey you're wearing? It does look like a Steeler jersey, but I'm a Bengals fan, so. Yeah. All right, my – see, was this my last game or fifth game? This is my last game. You're done. No, I got one more. Oh, okay. This is my last game. I thought game. you picked five. I did pick five. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I had six games down here. So, Damn. to recap, I've got New Orleans minus five and a half, Carolina minus one and a half, the Chargers minus three, Dallas plus two and a half, and Washington minus two and a half. Those are my five NFL picks. All right, my five are Buffalo minus two and a half at the Rams, the Saints minus five and a half at the Falcons, the Panthers minus one and a half at the Browns, the Packers minus one and a half at the Vikings, and the Chargers minus three versus the Raiders. So I'm going to save this pick for Monday. Remind me Monday because this is a Monday night football pick. Okay. I got a pick on that game. All right. I can't count. We're going to get to our college picks in a second. I want to remind you we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Don't forget, I've had a lot of people asking me, hey, I can't find it in Oxford. Number one, that's good news. That means people are buying it. Uh, it's available, readily available on um, Amazon. So order your case. Yeah. It's, it's, Oxford is it's like a scarce rain product right now. They're just shelves are empty. Um, who says podcast advertising? Yeah, who work. says it doesn't work? I went to uh, so Monday. I went somewhere and I saw the guy was actually putting it in the gas station. All that was actually loading it up. I uh, went back today. All of them actually gone. I'm talking about sixty, probably sixty or seventy cans gone. So they're doing good there. You've never been dragged to a Hobby Lobby in your life. No, I have I'm no impressed. idea what that is. Hey, tip of the cap, sir. What the hell is that? Hobby Lobby. It's. It's one of those places they have like they lots of golf crafts and, and no 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 no. It's like a lot of crafts and knockoff 
knickknacks and stuff. Do I look like a Hobby Lobby guy to you? Well, hell no, but that doesn't mean that your wife's never dragged you into one. My, do I look like a Hobby Lobby guy? My wife's dragged me into one before. Nah. Miserable. No, I'm not, Miserable experience. Yeah, she, she's, we've been together too long. She knows better than that. All right, let's get into the college game. Here we go, baby. Let's get some juice. Am I going first? Or I'll you? let you. I'm going. Hey, I'm going to defer to you. All right. First, I'm going to tell you that I vowed not to pick SEC games, so I won't. But there are three or four that I love. We'll talk about them in a minute if Tyler doesn't have them on his list. My first one. UTSA and Coach, listen, I'm sorry. Tyler's wearing the shirt. Coach Nuke, I love you. This is not personal. Frank, thanks for the shirt, by the way. It's not personal. Frank is awesome. He sends stuff to me and Carson all the time. But I got to make up a game here somewhere. UTSA minus two and a half at Army. I don't hate it. I hate it for Frank. But I don't hate the guy. I, I worry it. about it a little bit. There's not a ton of non-SEC games that I just love this week. The trick is you never know how those teams are going to play defense against the option. Right. That's that's the trick. And, like, Memphis has got one against Navy. You don't know. They could have a great plan and go in there and shut them down, or they could give yeah. up 60. Memphis sucks. So, but. All right, my first pick. Yep, here we go. All right. That I very quickly, when I looked up the line today and saw that this line had moved a half a point, very quickly did I place a wager on it. Okay. To keep it from moving the other direction. I have purchased a ticket for the Alabama Crimson Tide at minus 19 and a half against the Texas Longhorns. Dun, 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 so dun, dun, I will be – you know that's one fight song I never learned all the words to even though we sang it every week. Um, I think that's just – I'm going to bet again. I told you last week I'm going to do it every single week, just so you guys know on here, every single week that Georgia and Alabama plays. Yep. I am going to take them to cover their spread yep. until they lose. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. It's a stand worth Standard. taking. I'm going to do it. I'm, by God, I'm going to do it. So, Alabama minus 19.5 at Texas. I actually like that a lot. I think Texas' front's going to struggle. Offensive front. I'm going to stay inside the state of Texas here, but not the horns. Oh. I'm going to go. You're going to do it. I am. I'm going to go. the My son, he bees a coog. Houston, plus three and a half. Okay. In Lubbock against Texas Tech. I like this pick. My Uncle Alton used to live in Houston, and he said he, he was joking, but he would make fun of Houston alums. He'd say, my son, he bees a coog. I like that pick. And I'm now good. I have a nephew who's going to the University of Houston, so there you go. My man, Doug Belk, is the – Defensive coordinator there at Houston. Good friend of mine. You like Up it? In, yeah, okay. I like that pick. All right. What you got? All right, pick number two. All right. I'll have to pick this because you'll never pick this. I'm going heavy, and I will probably lose heavy because I said this and everybody's going to give me shit and troll me forever. I love the Arkansas Razorbacks. Minus eight. I got them at minus eight and locked it in. Okay. Versus South Carolina. So I went back and watched the games. Yep. Um, after my after my painkillers and all that stuff wore off, South Carolina really struggled up front offensively. Uh, I think they're going to give uh, Spence Rattler fits. You know, they got the reason they opened that game up is they blocked two punts late against Georgia State. Georgia State got after them on defense. Uh, she kept them under 100 yards rushing, and I think I got Arkansas by a million. I think they're going. I think it's going a million, be a million, whatever Ooh, it takes. A lot of TV timeouts, um, and I'm not the only person that thinks that. And so after watching film, no, I know you're not. Um, 
I like Arkansas big in this game. I do too. I like Arkansas by double digits in this game. Put um, it like this: the, if I'm wrong, so are about 14 coaches that watch the game on film. Yeah, I, I know. Yep, yep. I know a lot of people in. There's a lot of people in football circles that think this is. It's not disrespect towards Shane because people really like Shane and they think he's going to do a good job. They just don't think they're ready for this. And I think Arkansas is going to be. I pretty, think Arkansas is legit. I think they're. I think they're solid. I, th- I know. You, I know what you you got to say. They're solid, even if you thought they were legit. I think they're legit. because well, I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't know that KJ is ever going to make them quote legit. Because KJ legit. KJ makes mistakes in the passing game that I think prevent them from taking the next jump. That being said, that some bitch competes. Yeah, they, he competes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I love. I do. I love Sanders the back. They've actually got. They've got more weapon. What's interesting about Arkansas this year? They don't have the weapon. It's made them better. That they had last year with Burks. Because they have to distribute the ball. But he has more weapons. They have it. This makes them harder to defend, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I like them. I'm all over that. And one. they're pretty good up front. And if they get a little better up front, they're going to be scary. Um, all right. My next one. I got the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Minus 13 and a half. They don't like that anymore, by the way. I don't care. <laughs> As you would say, I don't give two shits. <laughs> University of Louisiana at Lafayette. I'm rubbing off on him, Mom. Minus 13 and a half at home against Eastern Michigan. I love this one. I think uh, ULL wants to prove nothing against What B- time is that kick? Six o'clock at oh. NFL Network. Remind me to tell you a story one day. We don't have time today okay. about uh, playing at ULL at 2.30 in the afternoon. Um, I think there's – while they, have, they love Billy Napier and all those guys that were there, I think – I don't think it. I know it. They want to make sure they prove that, hey, the whole program didn't leave when he left. Yeah, no, they, they left it. It's in a good, it's in a good spot. They left a bunch of good players, left a really good culture. They kind of picked up where they left off, and I think they win big against Eastern Michigan. It's going to be a little warm on that turf, too. Ooh, don't you know. Remind me to tell you a story one day. All right, I'm staying in the SEC since you're outside the SEC. Um, another game I love. Um, I'm saying I love all these games. I'm going to end up freaking going over i hope so <laughs> um i think tennessee's about to put a 50 burger i do too on, on pit i do too uh you know last week with virginia tech they kind of got in rhythm and kind of scored at uh, virginia tech west virginia excuse me um kind of got in rhythm with jt daniels and started scoring at will and they lose the game because they throw a wide open route on a comeback um an inside comeback and a ditch route to be exact and mm-hmm. just goes right through his hand and they win the game the difference is Hendon Hooker is not a standing statue like JT Daniels. And so when Pitt can get pressure on him, Hendon right. Hooker's going to be able to leave the pocket and do some things. He can hurt you with his feet. He can hurt you with his feet. For sure. I think Tennessee. I like, I like him. I think he's a good player. And look, I think Pitt's going to be okay. I, I think, you know, Tennessee's defense, eh, there's, some, there's some question marks to be answered. I just think Tennessee outscores them. Yeah, I think Tennessee's defense is ultimately going to cost them in, in games against really good SEC teams. But this is not a really good SEC yeah. team, and I think they can just outscore. And then Pitt's trying to change a little bit what they're doing offensively. You know, Whipple left to go to North, go to uh, Nebraska, and they're a little bit too much pro style. It's going to limit them score. And I think Tennessee puts a fifty burger on them. I could see this being fifty four to thirty or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think they beat them by six. Lots so I like, of points. I like Tennessee uh, minus six. All right, my next one. Um, I think these two teams are going to be in the same conference in a few years, but they're not right now. 
Oklahoma State minus 11 at home against the Sun Devils of Arizona State. I think Oklahoma State's going to be a really good team, and I think we're going to start to see it Saturday. I think that's a really good pick, and I think you got value with that pick. Um, a lot of people are pissed at Oklahoma State for not covering against uh, Central Michigan last week, but they took out all their guys. I mean, it was up, they were up 50-15 to 15 or something when they took out everybody out. Um, I think you're going to hit that one. I feel good about that one. Hey, a public service announcement, because this happened to me today, and it's out now. Um, there's a scam that's going on out there, and it's really well done. Okay. You get a text. Like, I'm expecting a package from USPS today. Okay? All right. Every day at my house. Uh, I got a text message from, quote, USPS that my package was undeliverable because the addresses didn't match. And it took me to a link that looked exactly like USPS. Ooh. And if you fill out the first page of the link, the second page asks for, it says, is it a re-delivery fee? And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. And I went and dialed the number, and that was a scam and stuff. But you could see how someone, A, in a hurry, or B, frustrated, or an older person could fall for this, and with all your credit card information on your phone, oh, it's yeah. so easy to punch it in. Be careful that, that that's out there. Uh, just a public Here's service a, announcement. Yeah, public Be- service announcement. If you ever have to click a link from a text message, don't click the link. Yeah. I mean. But you can see how that could happen to somebody in a hurry, uh, frustrated, needing that package, being excited about that package, whatever yeah. the case may be. So be uh, be careful. That's yeah. just my, uh, that's my, my. I get one every other day about my Amazon accounts being deactivated. Click this link. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm staying inside the SEC. I don't know how popular of a pick this is going to be. I have the Kentucky-Florida game. Florida is now favored by six points Yep, against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I am not – I'm going to go ahead and put the bet in at, at minus six with the Florida Gators. Now, let me tell you what I'm going to do personally, all right, just so everybody knows. I'm going to hold this thing out until the last, they kick off at six o'clock on um, Saturday, Saturday night. I think it will be bought back down a little bit. Okay. So, I'm going to personally hold off. I will be keeping tabs on it. If it ever gets to six and a half, I'll go ahead and get it. Um, but I think people are going to buy it down a little bit. It started at four and a half, four, yeah. somewhere in there. I think it'll go back down. But I'm taking Florida over Kentucky. Uh, I went back and watched the games really close. Here's kind of where I'm at. I think Kentucky's skill players on both sides, okay, I think at, on the offensive side, I think everybody they have, are, they're really good. And they've improved in, the, in skill positions, right? Yeah. The running back's suspended still. Yeah. Have you talked about that yet? We talked about something. it this morning, yeah. Um, Will Levis is the real deal. Yeah, he's a stud. But here's the thing is the coordinator came from the NFL, and he's trying to do a lot of pro-style stuff with him. And by doing that, the protections, he's leaving his tackles in one-on-one situations, and somebody's getting beat. They're just not very good up front, especially at the tackle position. And some of the guys are getting walked back in or whiffing. And where's Florida's strength? Florida's strength is the front seven on defense. Yeah. Um, I think that's the difference. Um, on the other side, you know, Kentucky's downs were getting washed by Miami of Ohio. Well, they're fixing to go into the swamp, and that crowd is going to be at all-time frenzy high. They're excited down there. I think I think this is a 14-point game. I got Florida oh. minus six. I think they win by 14. I took Florida and laid the points in Neil's picks, but I'm not crazy about it. Um, yeah. All right, my fifth one. I'm big on Texas. God, I've got three Texas schools. Dude. And Lafayette basically is Texas. Did you get an NIL deal or something? 
I need one. I mean, I'm, listen, <laughs> I'm easy to reach. Um, Texas State, Texas State minus 14 at home against FIU. You're picking on my quick you clients and Mike, Mike, Mike. I mean, not pick. I just, uh. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. Look, it's going to take Mike, Mike some time. You know, he got, he took San Jose State over and they were the garbage can of the world when he got right. out there and won with those guys. Uh, he's building a program. He's doing it his way. He's recruiting well. Um, and it's just going to take him some time. He's in a great – he'll end up doing very well there because of uh, where he's located and how he recruits. I mean, you can throw a rock and hit anybody, hit 15 players where in, in, in Miami. Um, so, he's uh, – I'm excited about what they're doing. But, yeah, I think they're a little ways away. All right, what's your fifth pick? All right, I have two. I'm going to have to decide right now. Yes, you do. All right, I'm doing it. I'm going with the – I'm going to bust out my cowbells, which I don't have any. I'm going to find one. I'm taking the Mississippi State Bulldogs oh, minus yeah. ten and a half. I like it. At Arizona. like it. All right. Yep. I think uh, – like what were they, 35-3 to three the other day before they started taking – and here's the deal. Everybody talks about uh, the offense. Dude, they're good on defense. I know. And I know. State. Listen, Mississippi State's going to have something to say about what happens in the West. People can make fun of that all you want. Like, I think that these. Te- I think the teams I'm about to say are going to beat State. Okay. Yeah. But none of these games are going to be easy. I, I think. I think LSU is ultimately going to beat State. I think Auburn's going to beat Mississippi State. I think Ole Miss is going to beat Mississippi State. But none of those are gimmies. Yeah. You. The. In fact, let me go one further. Yeah. The only team in the West that is a sure thing against Mississippi State this year is Alabama. Yeah, I agree. That's it. I think they took – I guess this is where I'm at, is I think they took, in my mind, and I, I just – because I'll, I'll tell you when I think I'm wrong. At the beginning of the season, when I, you go through people's schedule, and you say, okay, they're going to be – you know, they're going to come down to the Egg Bowl, and that game is going to decide if they're going to get to six wins or not. That's kind of where I was at preseason. But then you go back, you watch them play, and like, God, like they were – and it wasn't that they were playing Memphis. It was that the, their execution, their talent level. They're in year three in that system. Year three in the with, system. With the third-year quarterback that he really likes. They and, got nine and, returning starters on defense. And they're, he's super accurate. And if you let him just play intermediate, he's good. Now, against certain SEC teams, that won't work. Yeah, and I guess my point was this, is that you were worried at the beginning, okay, he's going, they're going to have to outscore people. And so I took the games that I were giving them guaranteed losses on, and now they're 50-50 games. Does that make sense? Yeah. State goes to LSU next week. Someone says Mach 10 Sports says they're minus one in Vegas right now against LSU next that's my, week. That's that my range. man. That's my man, Dave Shoemate. Yeah. They, hey, um, Dave. What's up, Dave? Um, yeah. I, I, dude, I'm. There's some interesting games next week. And it, here's the other thing is it's a late game. There'll be so much money bet on this game. So, and I imagine it's going to go on the. Uh, Mississippi State side. So, if I were a betting person and, and you have any interest in betting Mississippi State, I would go ahead and lock that in because everybody's going to lose their ass during the day, and that's a late game. There's going to be a lot of coin put on that game to watch on TV late on Saturday night. Pulling up next week's schedule for some reason. Just bear with me. Yep, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little curious. I know some of next week's schedule. I just haven't memorized it. Uh, let's see. Schedule week three in the SEC. So next week we get Georgia at South Carolina, Youngstown State at Kentucky, Abilene Christian at Missouri, 
Ole Miss at Georgia Tech, Penn State at Auburn. That's a game. Oh, that's the CBS game. Uh, Vanderbilt at Northern Illinois. Got a rematch of ULM at Alabama. God bless us. <laughs> Mississippi State at LSU. That's two. Got to be two thirty game. Uh, it's the five o'clock game on ESPN. Okay. What the hell is a two thirty game? Uh, Auburn Penn State. Oh, they're going to do that CBS? Yeah, Auburn, Penn State, CBS. Ole Miss, Georgia Tech is ABC, yeah. 230. Uh, Missouri State is at Arkansas. Uh, Akron at Tennessee. South Florida at South Florida at Florida. And then Miami at Texas A&M, an 8 o'clock game on ESPN. All right. I just, I'm going to be watching the Miami Hurricanes very close this weekend. They're playing Southern Miss to the top. I think they're 25-point favorites at home against Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a hot take for you next week. Okay. I'm watching. I'll just put it like this. I'm watching that Miami game really close. I'm gonna have a hot take for you next week. Okay. I gotta be careful. Oh, I almost feel like I know what's coming. It's exciting. Quick, it's like Christmas Eve it's or something. Quick you versus quick you. So I gotta be careful. But okay, I, I like where that one's going. All right, my money line upset pick of the week. I'm going with my buddy Kane Womack and the South Alabama Jags. Let's go. I've already reached out to get a little affirmation, and I got some. So oh, I is. feel good. Okay. South Alabama is a five-point dog. I'm not sure what the money line is. Maybe you can find it. Five-point dog at Central Michigan. I'm going with the Jaguars winning straight up. You know I'm not going to hate that, right? Because that's my, my – one, it's my man Kane. Two, it's quick you client. They look good. I watched them last week. Yeah, um, they look real good. Uh, they are good. Yeah, they got uh, they got it going. They're going to sneak up on – they're going to they're gonna beat somebody. They're not – they go out to – that may be another one I got to be ready for next week because I – I think it's week three. They go out to UCLA next week. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, watch I out, might, I, might, I might ride it twice in a row. <laughs> you better watch I out. I might Bruins. get on the Jaguar train because I, I can't, I can't, I can't wait another few days. You, you kind of like Miami over A and M. Is that right? I said I got to watch the game. I okay. Watch it. I want. I want to. I got. I need one more week before I get crazy. I, okay. I got to have one more week. Kind of felt like I was getting teased a little bit. So just for the record, South Alabama oh. is plus one seventy. Grind says South Alabama about to get blasted. <laughs> come on, stop. Grind, come on, come bro. on. That's my guys. Um, they really are. They they're good. Got a great staff and good good players. All right, my money line pick of the week. I know what's coming. I'm about to get really angry. My mood's about to totally change. This is going to test our friendship right here. Go ahead. Do I'm it. taking. Say it. Say it. Get it out. I'm taking the quick U Iowa State Cyclones. <sighs> At plus one fifty five against the Iowa Hawkeyes, and I think it. I don't even think it's going to be particularly close. I think it's going to be like a seven to two game. I'm gonna give you. A, <laughs> give you a stat. Since nineteen eighty seven. Oh, you can't prepare for this. I'm sorry. Since eighteen ninety seven. You getting serious? You got your reading glasses I on. I do. <laughs> Teams. Since 1897, teams whose offense gained less than 170 yards and did not score four-plus offensive points are 7 and 17. No, 7 and 17,456 and 4. They won seven times, lost 17,456 times, and tied four times. It was the forward pass invented before those other six happened. Hold on. We're not, we're not done. We're not done. You've been disrespectful. Try to curb your disrespect. Iowa. Iowa owns six of those seven wins. 
The other was Yale in 1903 beat Providence YMCA, not Providence, but Providence YMCA, three to nothing. The Hawkeyes have played in ten games. Listen to this: ten games where the offense gained less than 170 yards and did not score four or more offensive points. Would you like to guess Iowa's record in those ten games? I bet you're going to tell me. Six zero and four. We've never lost one of those games. But more impressively, you tied four of them. The rest of the country has a .0057 winning percentage. In other words, everyone's making a freak out just because we punted some. <laughs> People are freaked out because we didn't score. We got a couple of defensive safeties. My point is that this was familiar territory for us. We're fine. We've also dominated the series against your boys in, in Ames, and we're going to do it again Saturday. Hey. That's all I'm telling you. Hey. Iowa, I should have made this my giant <laughs> upset pick of the week. Iowa you can't beats be an Iowa upset, State. Your favorite. Well, then we're going to roll Iowa by at least. We're going to score at least ten points. <laughs> Iowa's going to win the game. There you hey, go. Hey, I wonder if like they, you know how like the fans get excited when you sign a five star running back and all that stuff. I wonder if do, do y'all get really excited when you sign a really uh, the Ray guy punter of the year? In Hell high school? yes, we do. <laughs> Hell yeah. We got the best punter by God. I mean, our punter is out there and he's phenomenal. Did you see some of his punts last week? Well, dude, you did gotta... you see our defense? We don't we did look look, here's the thing. And we've proved this statistically. We don't need offense. Sometimes the best play on third down is punt the ball. We punted from our from the the who we placed South Dakota State, we punted from their thirty seven. Everybody made fun of it. Guess what? It worked. Okay, we know what we're doing. So I the offensive coordinator, he might have a job because his dad's the head coach, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Hey, they found what works. But, hey, how about this? We, you know, we went and played Iowa when I was at Arkansas State. Yeah. We had this guy named Demario Davis that was a backer who was not a very good person by us before his change. <laughs> yes. Um, but we lose 23-21, I think we lost to him. Yeah. But the most interesting thing, I was because we were spread and we're, you know, we're out. It was really at the start of the – movement of going spread and doing all that stuff. Iowa did not substitute a defensive lineman the entire game. I've, that's only happened twice. Pitt didn't do it in the bowl game here when we played uh, at the BBVA Compass Bowl. Yes. They didn't – they had Aaron Donald offense line – or defense line too, but they didn't sub. But not only did not, they not sub a defensive lineman, they stayed in base personnel the entire game. They stayed in 4-3 personnel. And so I had Dwayne Frampton, who was my slot. And he ends up catching like 117 balls where it was. This guy's like five nine, like a buck sixty five. Yeah. And and that's when the RPOs weren't as popular, and you had to do a lot of blocking on the perimeter. Well, they had a, they had a six foot six, two hundred and fifty pound Sam backer out there, and he was having to block in space. And you know you couldn't cut back towards the ball and all that stuff. And uh, after the first series, we ran a, uh, some outside play, and he blows Framp up, and you know I'm giving him shit and getting after him pretty good. And he's like, hey. He says, that's fine. He goes, yell at me one more time. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I'll get his ass blocked. He ain't going to have no kneecaps, but there's going to be a 15-yard penalty that comes with it. They'll sub his ass in. <laughs> so his strategy from the rest of the game, and he never got called. He, he cut him, and he's like, I'm begging the guy. He says, you want to stop? Throw a flag. He says, I'm begging the guy to throw a flag. He goes, so y'all change. Y'all won't call the play no more. But yeah, Frank was out there cutting the shit out of this guy. And, he, and they just never changed. They refused to change. They will not change. And it almost got him beat. If we had a better team, we would have beat him. Did you see how good our long snapper was last week? I mean, we, we pointed that out in the third. Great operation time. And, I mean, it was so, it was so efficient. Yeah. I mean, how many punts did we get blocked? 
Oh, not a damn one. Oh, well, you shouldn't. You practice it enough. I mean, that's probably like you know most teams practice punt like five minutes a. Well, let's put it this way. On our play card, like, 25 period. Like, like I always hear coaches go, you know, we only have a certain number of second and long plays. Well, Iowa has several. Yeah. And one of them is punt. Yeah, just punt. And so, hell, first and ten punts on the card. Okay. We think about it. That's, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Big ten at its finest. But they were not going to change. I love it. I love it. So, I'm going with Iowa. You got any more games that tickle your fancy? Uh, I know that's see. it. That's our officials. Um, I'm, I tell you the game that I'm super interested in. I, I, I tell you a game that I like from a betting standpoint. I love Auburn minus 23 against San Jose State. I do too. I, I love it. Uh, My man Robbie Ashford tearing it up. He is. He is tearing it up. I'm interested in a lot interested. Like, I think this is a, a, a treat for fans. I won't get to watch it much because I'll be riding, but, um, an entertaining game that I think will tell us a lot about some teams is Baylor at BYU. I, so that was one. Of the, that was the game that I had circled that I I had to choose between that and Mississippi State. I love Baylor plus three and a half. Yeah, I do too. I, I like Baylor on the road at BYU. Um, Baylor's good, dude. Baylor's good. I think BYU I mean, is they good. Are too. I think BYU is good. I think we're going to find out a lot about kind of both teams, and we'll get a little idea about what the Big Twelve might actually look like. Oh, you're going to do that? Because if I'm right about Oklahoma State, and I think I am. I think they're good. And I think Oklahoma's good. I don't think Texas is that particularly good. But I, I think Baylor's going to be really good. I don't know why people continue to sleep on Dave Aranda's teams. They, they've kind of proven it to us now. Um, that that kind of gets interesting moving forward. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, if if, uh, if the Big 12 is what I think it is and Baylor wins this game, it's going to be a really nice line on their resume because BYU's an older veteran team. They went down to USF and just beat the hell out of them. But USF's not good. Yeah, they will physically dominate some of those games. I don't know, man. I just I like Baylor in that game. What do you like in what Kansas State? Where'd you end up going? Kansas State, Missouri. I went Kansas State and laid the points. I'm the only one in our picks thing at RebelGrove.com that did it. I lay I laid the eight. I just I don't I don't know. That's a weird game. I think Missouri is better at some of the skill positions. I think they went backwards at quarterback. That's where I. I I just well, I don't you, know what people saw that you, they liked what they saw against who uh, Louisiana Tech. You know what's interesting is that uh, Basilac, Missouri runs him off. Basilac goes to Indiana and played really well. We talked about that this morning. I couldn't remember because I, I never could pronounce his name. Um, but he looked good. He kept them in that game. Look, if they just if they kind of get average quarterback play against Illinois, they get blown out. Yeah, because Illinois, you can say what you want about Illinois and about Brett Bielema and all the fat jokes and all that stuff. I get it. It's fine. Whatever. Cool. I'm, it doesn't bother me. I like I like <laughs> Brett, but whatever. They're physical. Illinois plays a physical brand of football. They do. They're not. I'm not saying they're great. Before anybody doubles down on almost me when, took them this week when they go five and seven. I don't want to hear it, but. They're, they're not a pushover anymore. And a few years ago, Illinois was a pushover in the, in the Big Ten. That was a freebie. I can remember driving through Champaign in 2016 on a game day on the way back from the World Series. Illinois had an 11 a.m. game, and we were passing through Champaign at around 10. And it was like there were signs everywhere like free tickets. You want a ticket? <laughs> Stop. Like, Everybody gets a car. I mean, they would give, they might pay you to come to the game that day. And they were playing, I don't remember, Purdue or somebody. It's different now. I'm just telling you, they're a little different. The, the Big Ten's got some depth to it, and um, they're, they're, not, they're not bad. 
They're playing Virginia. I had that's what I was looking up. Oh yeah, that's a big game for them. And I thought about that game too. Yeah, it's a big game for them. If that's can, in Champagne, right? It's in Champagne. Yeah. If they can win that game, that 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 would they'd bump up a little bit category, which I think they're going to be. Illinois good. minus four. Grind. I do not disagree with you, brother. I, I don't either. I don't disagree with. You. I looked at it. I had it on my list. Um, and then if if you're getting frisky, and I may be getting frisky, depending on. I hope this is a late game. I may. I may sprinkle ten bucks on my Georgia Southern Eagles. Oh, really? Where are they? Money line. Oh, at Nebraska. At Nebraska. What's the? What's the? Oh, let's see the money line is. Let's go back. Please be a late game because if I'm doing good, I, I typically start drinking a little bit, and then I get six o'clock. I just do all kinds of st- stupid stuff. Please be a late game. Please be a late game. Please be a late game. It is. It's six thirty. Okay. So what that means is. Depending on where my alcohol intake is by six thirty PM. Yeah. And if I'm winning, if I'm in the green, right. I may just may oh, they're plus one thousand three hundred and fifty. What's the line? Twenty three and a half. So you think Georgia Southern could win the game? Yeah. Okay. Because of just up front play. I'm going with my man Richard Owens, O line coach. He's a dude. They will be they're nasty and tough and physical. Um and my man fighting Clay Hilton's quick, you clients, uh, going after Nebraska. If I'm just getting, if I just want to gamble, okay. I mean, ten bucks wins you what, one hundred and thirty-five dollars. Yeah, yeah, I may yeah. do something like that. All right, uh, we'll be back on Monday. Punishment, real quick. Oh yeah, we got. Oh yeah, we got to figure it out. So what are we? What are we? What are we doing? All right, so my favorite. Let's scroll back up. All right, while you're doing that, I'm gonna thank a few All people right, yeah, for you making start this. Thinking. While you're looking, uh, don't forget Walk On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day. Taste of Louisiana, uh, mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimps, juicy burgers, fresh salads, 70-plus TVs, more than 40 ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them in Oxford or Ridgeland. And don't forget, let them take care of your tailgating needs this season. The family and friend bundles, the the, uh, tailgate platters, you can order that online at walkons.com or on uh, their very convenient Walkons app. Uh, Don't forget... Also about um, our friends at uh, our friend Todd, Todd Abbott, wipes and gloves at gmail.com, the clean side wipes. If you guys, if you guys are listening from some of the football offices, this yeah. probably is an email that's worth sending wipes and gloves at gmail.com. Lowest toxicity rating allowed by the EPA. Uh, citric acid base, no harsh chemicals. It's going to remove all that film left by uh, harsh chemicals such as ammonia, bleach, and alcohol as well. Perfect for schools, daycares, nurseries, hospitals, long-term care facilities, office buildings, football office buildings, uh, houses, and more. All right, so I got two that are kind of the same I think we could do. Okay. All right, so one, I like the let's, – let's, let's let leave this to the vote and see what, how, what we get. All right. All right, so I like both involve a bowl game. Okay. Okay. So I think we go the, either the, but I don't want to go pinstripe bowl. I thought this one. Go to the Boise Potato Bowl. Oh, I like this. Okay. The Idaho Potato Bowl. Okay. And you and you cannot wear a jacket. And you have to go to Can that. Can you game. wear a sweatshirt? It has to be no, no sweatshirts. You have to go to that game without a jacket. Dear God. You can, we'll let you get away with long sleeve tee. How about that? Okay. All right. I have to go to that one. Or I like the idea of going to the Mayo game. And Where's that game? At Charlotte. Charlotte, okay. And I think it's Charlotte. 
or go and then you have to bet on the spread of that game. If you lose, you get the bucket of mayo d- dumped on your head. Okay. You think that's a two good I, options? I think both are, are legitimately good options. Can you put a poll up on your thing on your uh, on the website? Yes. All right, let's do a poll I'll so we a, can get out of here. I'll do a poll. And put, then I'll put that up at uh, rebelgrove.com. And then and I'll let the people we'll vote. tally the votes the, and those two options, and then we'll we can go from there. Avery wants to know can we see if the loser can actually dress as a potato? <laughs> I don't need, I just need to take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I already look like one. There's no dressing up needed. <laughs> I, I, lo- I lost the, I lost the, uh, I lost my wife, you know, she, she lost the, the better part of me about 20 years ago. Yeah, you, you probably warned her at the time. Hey, I, I told Laura years ago. I'm like, look, if you if you want to trade in, now's the time because yeah. this she's stuck with me now. It's though. going downhill from here. The values you're not going to get any return on your investment. Yeah, going to the Liberty Bowl dressed as Elvis. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, so we got so you go cold weather Idaho, long way away, in the cold, or um, going to uh, the Duke's Mayo game, getting Mayo done. Okay, so we'll make those the two choices. I'm so I hate I hate mayonnaise so bad that I I I almost just want to take make this an executive decision. <laughs> let's let's go to Boise. <laughs> she go to Boise is going to be cold that day. Yeah, that's why I was thinking the coldest game. And I kept somebody told me they played in that game. And it was they were miserable. They had snot froze out of their nose and stuff. I can't remember who it was. Oh my god! Can you wear gloves? Yeah, just the shirt. Okay, so you can and you can wear a hat. Yeah, just the shirt. Just no no jacket. I mean I could I mean yeah okay it's no jacket. <laughs> how would you even dress as a potato what, I, what, what would I that? would do I would literally take my shirt off and, and put polka dots on my side <laughs> on a potato because I tan really I mean you know what I mean like I'm already yeah I got olive skin anyway got some engine no, in no, it. no eating mayonnaise that's not happening no no food eating at all you don't like mayonnaise Mm-mm, hate it dude can I tell you how redneck I am real quick before we sure, get off here sure the greatest thing on this planet is to get pinto beans all right and take a scoop of mayonnaise and dump it into the pinto beans mm-hmm. and start up and eat them it's freaking amazing that sounds god awful it's amazing no that's good it's good shit um i vote that we do the boise thing you don't do the boise thing yeah all right let's do what, it what's the date on that game I don't know. It's, Here, it's, I'll find out. It's real usually post Christmas. What's it called? The Idaho Boise famous Idaho Potato Bowl. It's what it used to be called, unless they changed it to the Poulon Weeder Bowl or something. Idaho Potato. They also have a marathon that's that as well. It is uh, okay. It, this is perfect. If this is correct, let's see. Um, yeah, it's in 102 days. You got a so, countdown already? Yeah, it's December the 20th. Okay. 2022 at Albertson Stadium. It matches the Mountain West versus the Mid-American. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Maybe I can get a quick you client that's uh in that bowl game to give me some gear. Let's do that. Probably not hard to get tickets. No, I'm sure we could figure that out. I'll know somebody. Come up with somebody to sponsor our travel. If you're if you're out there listening and you want to uh, you want to sponsor our our travel, uh, make something happen, make something work. We can put put a package together for you. I'll t- tattoo it on my forehead. <laughs> Go to Hobby Lobby. 
<laughs> it's brought to you by Hobby Lobby. All right, so that's what we're going to do. The loser, so we'll we'll go through the first week of the of December through the championship. The weekend. championship Saturday. That gives us two weeks to plan. Whatever, unless I continue to play like this, which I'll know in the middle of October, I probably should go ahead and book. No, but look, this is where it gets crazy, right? So if you get behind, you start taking Georgia Southern to beat right Nebraska, and I'm just you're basically playing free money because if you win, that's plus thirteen units. Okay, does that make sense? Yep, that would be plus thirteen and a half units. That's how you make it up. All right, so that's what we're going to do. Thanks to everybody for being in the stream. A bunch of y'all are in the stream. Uh, Don't forget, we've got uh, if you're an MPW digital person, Pete Deweese's Pete's Pigskin Preview. Presented by Walk-Ons is uh, coming to you at 4 o'clock. It's a little more than an hour. And then at 6 o'clock, we got the uh, Butcher versus the Spin Instructor. uh, Presented by LB's Meat Market, Greg Jones versus Campbell McCready. Their week two picks uh, from the SEC. I made them pick the Iowa game as well. And then at, uh, (laughs) hey, it's a dictatorship. And then at 7, Chase Chase Parham and I will be back with uh, Hand Raise Guys, presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, Ben Mintz of Barstool joins in hour number one. We'll watch Bills, Rams, take your calls on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. So a whole bunch coming your way here in the stream. Thanks to everybody for being part of it. Thanks to everybody at Rain. Make sure you hit the subscribe and like button. Yes. And And if you know people... Grab their phones, steal their phones, hit the subscribe, hit the like. We're on Operation 10,000. Oh, by God, we're going to get this thing at 10,000. Okay. Speak it into from existence. Your, from your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, or from God's ears good. to that's your mouth. Or your mouth to I God's ears. Yeah. Let's, let's make it happen. All right. So uh, thanks to everybody. We'll be back Monday with another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Until then, take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.